Hi all the cricket lovers out there, welcome to the Jones the Bat podcast, coming to you from Newport, South Wales! Hi everyone, today is uh, Saturday the 4th of April 2020 and uh, yes, we're all in isolation when we should be out playing our first uh, friendly of the season. Uh, the sun is shining, it's a beautiful day, but hey-ho, that's the way it is. I hope everyone's safe, hope everyone's uh, following government guidelines. Today, Roy Emmett is joining me for a little chat about cricket. Roy is a, a Newport fugitive. I've played uh, all my cricket with Roy uh, at the Fugees since I uh, first went into the first team. Um, he's uh, currently with the Wales Over 50s squad uh, that just went to South Africa. And if there's one thing about Roy... If there's someone you want to be on your team, it's Roy. If there's someone you want to play, don't want to play against, it's probably Roy. Uh, he's got lots of tales to tell, uh, so I, you know, I really enjoyed chatting to him, um, and I know that you guys will uh, will enjoy this conversation we had. Okay, hi there, Roy. How are you? Good, thank you. Good, good, good. Welcome to the podcast. Um, just really want to get listeners to, to know about who you are. I know many people probably know you already, but there may be some uh, naive cricketers out there who uh, who don't know who you are. So a uh, little introduction about yourself. Okay, uh, I'm Roy Emmett, player for Newport Fugitives. I'm now a, a slow left-arm orthodox spinner. Probably had a little bit on the spinner there. And a late middle-order batsman. The older I get, the later I get in the order as well. Began my cricketing journey at uh, Newport Cricket Club, where I played all my junior cricket. And uh, I only left there at the start of my sort of adult cricketing life when I was unable to devote each Saturday and Sunday to the game uh, and the travels of the Western League that involved with playing at Newport. So how old are you, how old are you now, Roy? You know, I am a mere, me 50, a mere 53 years. 53. So when you talked about earlier that you know, you know, you're currently a, a left-arm spinner, what were you when you were in your prime, mate? I'm not sure I've ever had a prime. Um, probably used to, uh, in my <laughs> early years, used to bowl left arm, seam, swing, that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Bat a little bit higher up the order as well. Although you I'm did, back. I remember you opening down in Swansea a couple of years ago. Yeah, that didn't go too well. <laughs> so, I uh, just want to know, so everyone gets to know you a little bit better. Uh, you know, with regards to cricket, you know, who's been, uh... oh no, sorry. Well, I'll cut that bit out. Um, so, uh, with regards to uh, cricket, what have you been up to for the last week? Anything? No, not so much the last week. Uh, sadly, uh, just over a week ago, I returned back from South Africa. I had been playing for the over-50s Welsh team in the uh, uh, Cricket World Cup there, which was based in Cape Town. And uh, for those of you who are involved or, or know anything about the over fifty scene, it's absolutely fantastic. And this was the... The second World Cup, first one being in uh, Sydney two years ago, and this was uh, building up to be bigger and better than than the other in every aspect. However, uh, the tournament was cut short with a growing spread of the virus, and uh, since my return, I've been mainly reminiscing uh, about about that tournament and enjoying the variety of quizzes, comps, and cricket-related tales that social media has offered up. Uh, so uh, just going back to that that World Cup, obviously um, we we could follow it online, and it was always always good to to see you guys performing in the day on YouTube. Um, talk me through that uh, Pakistan game. 
Pakistan game wasn't going quite to plan. Um, I actually opened up the bowling against there. And my first, oh, I think it was uh, six overs, went quite well. Um, and and then oh, we took a couple of wickets, which was probably the worst thing to do. And uh, their number three and number four absolutely hit us to every part, every part of the park. Um, I yeah. got hit for a couple of tens, one over. So I'm right in thinking the game was cancelled halfway through, yeah? Yeah, the game was abandoned halfway through. Uh, well, the whole tournament was abandoned after at halftime of that uh, third game. Oh, such a shame. Such a shame. Uh, but, you know, you'll be looking to go back, what, another four years or two years? You said the last one was two years ago. Yeah, they're, they're geared up to be, uh, to be every two years basically because of the age of, of, of uh, cricketers. Uh, it's hopeful that, that people over 50 will... And playing and playing that level, still be <laughs> We'll uh, we'll perhaps only make one game, <laughs> one tournament rather. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's great for you. I know a new lease of life in your game, certainly, isn't it? Oh, definitely, definitely has. It's really um, in, enthused enthused me again into the into the love of cricket, and uh, it's kept me kept me playing. Definitely. So let's go back to uh, those uh, good old days, uh, maybe before that. So, who were the most influential people? Uh, you know, with regards to cricket in your life? Right, well, besides my father, who got me into the game initially, I'd say that to be a guy called Malcolm Price, um, mm. who's been been around the cricketing scene for, for years and years and years. Malcolm started off as my coach uh, when I was at Newport uh, and at representative levels in the early early days. And, and he, together with a guy called Tom Cartwright, um, taught me everything that is to do with cricket, its values and disciplines, etc. Not saying, not yeah. saying I've I've kept with all those now, but they certainly uh, taught me how it should be played, and uh, and the love of the game. Yeah, so so Malcolm and Tom actually, uh, you know, they coached me as well, and 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 still the things, you know, I'm going through my level three coaching now, and I was in a, a batting session with Toby Bradford not so long ago, and. Um, some of the things he was telling us, I was like, well, you know, that's what Malcolm Price told me. God knows how long ago, you know, 30 years ago when, uh, you know, when we were learning the game. So things, you know, it's cricket still, things haven't changed. And, you know, the also, you know, you talk about the way in which we play the game. Uh, definitely Malcolm was a, a big influence on me as well. So, uh, yeah, and Tom Cartwright uh, was uh, with Somerset, wasn't he? So. Yeah, two good people there to, to introduce yeah, you. Uh, to the Real game. good people. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, we've, uh, we're going to have a little chat about you know, different players uh, which you've played with. Obviously, your, your career has spanned quite a, quite a long time now. <laughs> uh, so, we'll talk about batsmen first. Uh, best batsman you played with? Either you stood at the other end of, thought, oh my God, are we going to get him out? Or, or players you stood at the other end and thought, oh my God, he's a good player. I'm glad he's on my team. Well, in the early days um, at Newport, and then they, uh, he also came to the, came to the Fugitives. Uh, was was a guy called David Porter. Um, you're probably more more akin to uh, to knowing his his son, but uh, yeah. David Porter and a guy called Kevin Corton. Um, I think both Kevin was on. Play. I played with both of them. With yeah, both of them, yeah, Kevin was on Middlesex's books uh, for for a short time uh, before getting a bit homesick. I think, but. Um, uh, both both moved to the fugitives and uh, on their day were elegant stroke players, great range of shots and uh, and you never knew you know how or how you get them out if at all. Yeah, absolutely great players. 
Um, more more recently, besides you, obviously, Richard, uh, we've enjoyed. Oh, obviously, uh, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've enjoyed the likes of uh, Nathan Millership uh, at the, at the Fugitives. Uh, again, on his day, he can be a very destructive batsman if he can keep his head. That is, yeah. and uh, and Jap thought Young. <laughs> Both have scored runs. Yeah, but both players on their day, absolutely phenomenal players, yeah. aren't they? You know, you talk about uh, Chippy's innings. I'm thinking about when we were struggling a little bit against Blackwood. We had a low total to get, and he just came and absolutely destroyed it. I mean, Abergavenny too, and then Jack's innings yeah. uh, last year at St. Helens. Yeah, his innings at St. were one of the best we've seen, and there was a, a few good innings that day. Also, I also remember yeah. Chippy's innings at Anderson Terry, and like you say, that one against Abergavenny was uh, incredible. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it'd be a shame to see Chippy go to Newbridge, but uh, there we are. There we are. Yeah, yeah. These things um, happen. Uh, what about on the what about in your fifties team? Got any good oh, players there? Yeah, fifties. Fifties have been brilliant, and uh, again, it, it brings brings you back in touch with players you perhaps played represented level, you know, a, a long time ago. Uh, but I've been fortunate enough to play uh, more recently with Steve Maddox of Britain Ferry Steel. And then um, Ewan Reese and Lethley, and both of those have been a, a joy to back with and uh, a joy to watch from the other end. Great players. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'll make sure we tag uh, Ewan into this uh, podcast because I know he's a keen guy on Twitter. So, uh, uh, yeah, both both good players. And I think he went scored a couple of runs against us a couple of years ago down to Lethley as well. Definitely, uh, definitely. Okay, then. Yeah, what about what about someone who you you've uh, you've played against? Sorry, say again, Richard. You know, a batsman, a, a batsman which you played against, who uh, you know, you thought, oh God, I just can't get this guy out. Well, I've enjoyed getting hit over the park for a number of years, and not necessarily by the best batsman. Um, in the early years, there was, <laughs> uh, yeah, in the early years, it was Steve Watkins across he who was, um, who was their pro, and a real consistent performer. Uh, more recently, yeah, he's like one of the first pros, wasn't he? Like Steve was one of the first guys to be a pro of a place, and you know, and he was quality, wasn't he? Certainly, the venture into our leagues. I think the the West Wallian leagues yeah. had, had had pros for a lot longer than we had, but uh, certainly into our leagues, uh, he was the best, and um, you know, he he was a real clubman as well for for Christy Kiliog. He he, uh, he did a lot for mm. them, both from a coaching perspective and and the first team. Yeah, now we're now working with Cricket Wales as well. So, yeah, you know, he did yeah. a lot of work with cricket Wales. I think he's involved with Herefordshire cricket he's as well now as well. But yeah, uh, yeah, he's from Herefordshire originally. Mm-hmm. So uh, um, yeah, more recently, um, I was I would think Brad Wadden of, uh, of Swansea did a pretty good job last year. Yeah. Um, no, he, he I think smashed. we had him earlier at our place, didn't we? Yeah, he smashed us down there, but he we had him early at, uh, at the Fugees. Yeah, uh, he went on the back foot. Never go on the back foot at the Fugees. Yeah, he'll, he'll learn. He learn. He's still young. <laughs> Still, still a young pup. <laughs> okay, let's go to the bowlers then. Uh, who, who's, who's had you on the back foot, mate? Who, or who don't you like to play against? Well, it, it would probably have to be a spinner and probably a leggy at that. But we've not played against many decent uh, leggies over the years. There, there, there have been a few, but even the average ones tend to get me out. Um, patience, not particularly <laughs> my forte. Yeah, patience, not particularly my forte. Oh, what about the, you know who we've had in our team and yeah, oh, thank God he's in our team because he would get me out every single time. <sighs> Can't think of one. Can't think of one. Maybe Bev Price. Bev Price for those of you who, um, you... who remember Bev. Go on, was, talk, uh, talk to him about Bev Price. A what a legend of the game. 
You know, he was. I think when I when I came to Fuji, he was about fifty five then, and uh, he stayed in our first eleven for about another twenty years. But um, he could he, he could swing the ball both ways, cut the ball both ways. I think he was sixty eight. Sixty eight when he was still playing in first team cricket. I got oh, be, he was a, if not older. Such a gentleman, great pair of hands, and what a bowler! He could put it on the spot, six balls out of six balls, and move yeah, it both absolutely. ways. And we had plenty. I remember good... him in twenty five overs. Yeah, twenty five overs down in Sudbrook one year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'd have been probably at the uh, other end. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was great. Good times. <laughs> Good times, good times. Um, anyone recently? Anyone recently? Um, from from what? Well, not from a um, a bowling perspective. You know, pace bowling. Yeah. You know, you enjoy you enjoy the pace on the ball, and and uh, and the quicker the bowlers, generally the the quicker they go. Or you you, know, you get out short shortly. But uh, the, the spinners are the there, ones. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the spinners are the ones that generally have caused caused me the more more issues over the years. Uh, best keeper then. Best keeper, you know. Just well, drop, that... you're just dropping out of connection there. Oh, sorry. Uh, best on, keeper. Well, best keeper. Yeah, there's not been many uh, keepers that I played with. Um, starting off, uh, down in the Newport years, Peter Mason. Obviously, now of uh, still of going Cr- at Malpas now, isn't he? Yeah, now Malpas Cricket Club. He was he was just pure class. As was uh, Mike Rutledge at uh, at Newport. Although I didn't play that many games with Mike. Um, I joined playing at the Fugees with our very own Andy Adams, probably about 15 years, and uh, we had all sorts of signals and uh, about what delivery I was going to bowl. And he, he he loved a good leg side stepping. He was great. Not so he much like standing our... up, didn't he? Andy? He, he did. He did, and he was not so much he... like what were you going to say? <laughs> no, not so much as like you know some of our current keepers who can't step to the left, but uh, mentioning no names. Um, and uh, more recently, I would su- suggest. <laughs> I'll tag him in it. I'll tag him in it. <laughs> oh, please don't. Uh, more recently, with um, is with that great fish- saying? I, I gotta tell everyone. I gotta tell it. I gotta tell everyone that uh, the story from Cyril, our scorer, um, uh, when uh, when the opposition, he says, oh, Richard, 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 when the opposition bowl it down the leg side, it only goes for one, but when we bowl down the leg side and it's a wide, it always goes for five. I can't understand that. <laughs> One for Tomo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. So there's yeah some good keepers you talk about uh, Andy and and Peter, and then you keep in with um, Steve Powell at the uh, yeah Steve Powell fifties as well. Mumbles. Yeah, he's a great keeper, great character, and he'll stand up to absolutely anything. Doesn't matter how quick you are, he much prefers standing up. I think his eyesight's a little bit dodgy from a bit further back, so that's part of the reason. But uh, oh, he's he's. Mm. Great pair of hands and so fast behind the stumps. He's brilliant. Class, class, by, class player. And uh, yeah, okay. what about your player for the future? Who are you going to go for there? Player for the future? Well, there's a young lad at the Fugees called Ewan Jones. Not sure if you know him. Is but, it? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know him. No, no. A, a brave, fine young keeper batsman. He has great work ethic and I, I think he has got the character to succeed. He just trains and trains and trains. And uh, he's a real we'll good player. See. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Only a youngster, yeah. but he's well, uh, he's coming we'll on leaps and bounds. He's only a youngster. Yeah. So, Roy, uh, I know there's going to be many of these uh, in your time, but we're going to go to the the funniest moment when you've been on a cricket field, and I can cast my mind back to many, uh, but I'll let you elaborate on them. Well, my memory's not the best for this, but there have been quite a few. Most of them have been at my expense. 
uh, as captain of the Fugees, um, I once tossed up uh, and told the opposition they were going to bat, then come back to our change rooms and told our lot we were going to bat. So uh, <laughs> when four batsmen marched out to the middle to meet the umpires, that took a little bit of explaining. But, I think um, I was one of the batsmen. <laughs> I'm sure I must have been. Yeah, because I was there. Yeah, we we got there at the end. And uh, and I think I just said, I'm sure I didn't say you were batting. I'm sure I said you were batting. But there we are, we got there. Uh, Another another time more recently, uh, I forgot my whites. So uh, I ended up playing um, the first 10 overs against a game against St. Fagans in tights. Yes, you yeah. did. I, I've got photographs of that. So what I'll do when I when I put this podcast up, I'll actually put the photographs of uh, of you and your tights going out the field. Uh, yeah, that's, that's very days. kind of you. Great. Very kind of you. I think it took ten minutes for uh, one of the boys from Reddit to turn up with a pair of uh, whites large enough that would fit me. But they were large enough. I'll tag right into this as well. Yeah. So uh, right. Okay. So obviously you've seen. Uh, cricket in wales uh really uh well at its highs and at its lows i suppose um where do you think the cricket needs to improve in 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 wales as you see it oh i think it's it's a real difficult one this where it should you know cricket in wales is is the assistance that cricket wales in itself can can uh, can give to clubs varies so much from from club to club you know it'd be great if cricket wales could fund coaches uh at every club across the country but you know we all know that's not not viable um but it's just offering as much support as they can um because not all clubs have got have got the money uh, and can pay for 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 coaches to come in and look after the kids and, and bring them on you know some of us like ourselves rely upon heavily on on volunteers to do to do all that for us so um this is as much yeah. funding really that Cricket Wales could could help, but making sure that funding goes into coaching and goes into uh, in the right areas. Mm. Cheers, right? Right, okay. To finish, then a uh, little quick fire round. Um, I'll call out the the category, and you just got to give the name or the or the place or or whatever. So here we go. You ready? Okay. Best tea. Easy. Evervale. Worst dressed cricketer. Nathan Millichip. Scruffy git. <laughs> Scruffy git. Best dressed cricketer. Stephen Durston, Newport Fugitives. Steel irons creases in his whites. <laughs> Best banter. Oh, that's tricky. Now, I would say James Dickot, but he lacks humour. So, um, <laughs> I'm going to go for me. You do. Uh, if I'm gonna, if I was gonna ask this question, I would say you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, best mate in cricket. Well, more recently, I'm gonna go for Chris Doc Hudson of Davon Welfare Cricket Club. He's my current protege um, in the uh, sarcasm and uh, and banter stakes, and I like to say he has come on leaps and bounds. So uh, yeah, <laughs> Doc Hudson. And uh, best away ground. Abergavenny. Easy. Yeah, you're the second person who said that now. Um, yeah, have a good It's a great views. place, isn't it? Yeah, proper great. Great place. I just want to go back to uh, Steve Durston uh, and and it's the fact he still irons creases in his whites. Obviously, that's his, his army background. Do you remember the time that he uh, polished Aussie's Doc Martins? <laughs> 
Ozzy, Ozzy used to wear Doc Martens and make sure that they were scruffy and Ozzy not, was not out playing, batting one not day. Not playing, obviously, no. no. Not the yeah, player, no, 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 to wear out and about. And, and dirty, dirty polished them so you could see your face in them. He was oh, not impressed. He was not impressed. But um, Hey, right, it's been great chatting to you. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed every moment. Um, uh, go well now this season. Hopefully we get a season uh, and we can start playing cricket again. You've got your over fifties campaign, I suppose, as well. I don't know if that how has that been affected at all. Yeah, certainly. I think we've heard that the first half of it is going to be cancelled or postponed, um, and let's hope we get at least half a season in. I think that's the perhaps the best that we can hope for. Yeah, excellent. Well, go well, Roy. Uh, we'll do. Good luck. Good luck. All right. Cheers, Jonas. Cheers, Take mate. Well, I hope you enjoyed that chat me and Roy had. Uh, if you uh, think anyone else would like it, then don't hesitate to, to share it on social media. Uh, find me at Jones the Bat on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And also remember, if you need your bat refurbed, give me a shout. Um, go well, everyone. Cheers for now. <laughs>